Welcome to a Green Circuits podcast. Today we're talking with Roger Malmrose, the CEO at Green Circuits. Green Circuits is a leading printed circuit board assembly, PCBA, prototype, and low to medium volume production manufacturer. Green Circuits history extends back to 2001 with a commitment to quality and a focus on speed and service. Green Circuits provides services to a wide variety of industries and manufactures some extremely complex products. Green Circuits is ITAR certified and operates under ISO 13485, AS9100, and ISO 9001 certifications. Roger, welcome to a Green Circuits podcast. Thank you very much, Nate. As the CEO of a company like Green Circuits, can you tell us a little bit about your background, how how you got into the industry? Sure. Uh, I got here by running, uh, well, being involved in the uh, silicon industry, um, doing ICs, which had advanced, kind of advanced uh, assembly techniques for flat panel displays, and it kind of launched me into flip tip and a bunch of wild uh, interconnect uh, technologies and sort of kind of, kind of launched me into the, the manufacturing world. So that's how I got here sort of roundabout way. It's, it's crazy how things like that are all connected. Once you, once you start in an industry, you sort of find your way to the place where you really belong. I suppose I, I've heard before that uh, sometimes like uh, industries choose you, you don't choose them. So whether or not I belong here, I guess, is another question, but uh, definitely, uh, definitely I am here. Excellent. Now, let's start out by talking about Green Circuits. Where is the facility located? We're located in San Jose, California. And what service area does Green Circuits cover? Uh, you know, most of our, uh, our our business actually covers the entire United States. Um, now and again, we we do uh, do some business uh, overseas. We've got a customer in Israel. We've got a customer in Australia. So a handful a uh, handful of customers that that are uh, non U.S. But but the uh, the majority of our business is located in in the United States uh, and all over the place. Not just not just local to the Bay Area, but, but all over the country. Now, why is manufacturing in the U.S. critical when it comes to something like printed circuit boards? You know, it's uh, there's you know I'll say arguably two two aspects. Um, one one is protection of intellectual property. Uh, you and I did a podcast about uh, IP protection uh, some time ago, and um, that that clearly is a relevant aspect of the business. The other, the other is just co- is is costs, and there's soft costs. Um, that, you know, often we deal with customers who say, "Well, my X factory in China price is blank," or or Vietnam, or you know, wherever they're wherever they're doing the manufacturing. But uh, oftentimes, the X factory, when you you know, clearly you do X factory to X factory, say, "All right, well, you know, Asia is cheaper." Um, and even then, when you say, "Well, I really want to find it cost," and start looking at uh, the freight and cost of capital and uh, you know methodologies for uh, transporting product from uh, different geographies into the United States, along but there are a bunch of soft costs. I mean, there's you know risk of uh, product in transit that is uh, you know poor quality that has to be reworked when it lands. You've got Delayed time, you've got you know we're not as good service capability. So there there's a lot of really 
great, uh, you know, things that can happen in terms of trying to differentiate your business and uh, be a high level of service while trying to be you know, really, really cost uh, cost conscious by, by doing your manufacturing these days. Yeah, some, sometimes paying a little bit less ends up costing you a little bit more in the end. Uh, maybe a little bit off topic, but we've we've had an issue with tariffs being imposed from uh, on goods from places like China. Have you noticed any uh, any businesses being impacted by that that would have been much better served by being a Green Circuits customer? Yeah, you know, there's um, you know tariffs t- tariffs definitely have shifted some manufacturing. Um, you know, it's changed the, you know, the, let's say the total cost of ownership um, by by having tariffs included. So we, you know, we see it in in some component uh, acquisition of uh, tariffs in kind of uh, persuading uh, some suppliers to manufacture in uh, or to, to procure their circuit boards or, or certain uh, components in the United States. Uh, so yeah, the tariffs, I mean, they're they're Clear cost issue, uh, you know, it uh, provides a, a great deal of uncertainty for uh, you know an OEM that's trying to understand what you know what's going on with with their supply chain. So, if you you know the the more you know greater stability um, certainly is dictated by by having a strong U.S. based supply chain uh, solution. Now, one of the other issues is, and we mentioned it a little bit earlier, intellectual property rights. If someone missed and or hasn't had a chance to go back and listen to the podcast that we did about intellectual property rights, what are some of the issues and concerns with uh, manufacturing PCB outside the U.S. in regards to that? Yeah, you know, I, I think the, you know, the, the if, if you're having your product uh, not not even just having your your circuit board uh, assembly done in in Asia, but you know any product product build. Uh, there's there's a fair amount of let's just call it naivete in the world that you know if I'm manufacturing in China that that it, even even if the manufacturer over there is telling me that my product is going to be safe that it's going to be safe and and you know the fact of the matter is once once your drawings and your product and Everything is is over um, overseas, particularly China. Um, you know, there's you know rampant rampant theft there. They just operate under a different uh, under a different set of laws, different set of expectations. So to have a, a Western-based expectation that you know people in in general abide by the rule of law and don't don't you know steal intellectual property over there. Um, it's you know just you need to expect that that's going to happen by what certain folks might tell you. So how do those issues impact the end manufacturers and the products that they're producing? Well, um, you introduce uh, you know if you do that uh, if you have that someone goes and steals your product I mean it's it's you know basically they try to do it as a copy exact so you essentially. Uh, we'll be introducing a direct competitor at a lower cost, um, arguably or possibly a lower manufacturing cost. So clearly, it's a competitor that doesn't have to incur the same level of cost uh, to generate the product. Uh, you know, they're able just to go steal the drawings and and uh, you know basically build your product and sell it at you know just, just brand it differently and 
maybe make it a different color circuit board or whatever. And uh, so be your direct competitor with your exact product. Competing with yourself. That's frightening. Now, what is the cost to the manufacturer if there happens to be a quality concern with an overseas PCB? You know, the cost, the, the cost ends up being, besides just loss of time, uh, you have to have people that travel to Asia to go deal with quality. There's uh, calls every blasted night. So if you like, you know, if you like spending time with your kids and, and your, your family, it's, uh, it's being on a call. Um, with Asia, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night is frankly not great. Very disruptive for dinner and family activities. Uh, I personally am very, very uh, well aware of, of that. Um, so, you know, so changes changes aspects of your life. Again, quality issues. Uh, you know, you're on the phone. You're traveling over there. You're trying to sort out what's going on. You hope that you don't have material that is in transit that needs to be reworked, um, you know, it just extends the supply chain. Uh, you know, yeah, air, air freight, I mean, air freight is, is pretty cheap and reasonably quick, um, so that's great uh, as long as it's got, I don't know, flavor content and whatever else the air freight, air freight part makes sense. But um, if not, you, you put it on a boat, you've got, you know, potentially, gosh, you know, three, four, five, six weeks of, product that is going to have to be reworked when it hits uh, when it hits uh, us how did the pandemic impact pcb overseas production we had uh the, the biggest the biggest impact we had was the delay of the supply chain so a lot of the raw materials that are are used to manufacture circuit boards the the raw bare board itself come from china so uh, when, when all the when, say nearly all the factories in China either shut down or curtailed their their output, uh, we had lead time that got extended. Uh, in some cases, you know, rather extensively. The the shortage of materials uh, has uh, definitely uh, eased up uh, uh, currently. But uh, you know, for for you know, a few months there, uh, we we had we had extended supply chain lead times coming from Marvin. Now, um, in the United States, are there enough companies that offer PCB design and assembly to satisfy the market's need? Oh, uh, you know, probably I'll say the market need today. Uh, probably there's yeah, not not a not a great compelling reason to open up a principal board assembly uh, facility. So uh, yeah, I think with particularly with COVID and some weakening, uh, you know, weakening, weakening economy, uh, I would say there's enough capacity uh, today. But I would certainly, uh, certainly and uh, do hope that the U.S. government uh, may, you know, kind of help facilitate some, um, you know, some uh, I won't say trade restrictions, but some trade policies which um, would help bolster uh, kind of repatriation of manufacturing and um, uh, bringing bringing back manufacturing uh, capacity uh, to the United States and you know, a lot of products being built uh, overseas that so would bring it back to the U.S. Now, 
How does Green Circuits differentiate themselves from the other PCB design and assembly companies? No, our, our, really our, not, not that we've got a great amount of fame, but let's say our, our business model is built around speed and quality. And we have uh, situations where we truly do 24-hour turns, full turnkey turns for our customers. So that's order, you know, get, get a quote, get a PO or parts, get everything done overnight, build, build product, and our customer has parts the next day. So that that does happen um, on occasion, and it's also very common actually for us to, you know, maybe have material states in a couple of days, and we build in one day, and we we go really really fast. So um, quality is is of course absolutely necessary, um, you know, for for our customer base and and for us to provide the, the level of service which which our customers um, expect and require. But speed, speed is really where we are oriented. We are truly a very, very quick turn prototype and production shop. Now, we talked a little bit earlier about the concerns if there's a quality issue when you have an overseas manufacturer. How does Green Circuit stand behind the services that you offer? Yeah, we, I mean, we carry basic warranty for workmanship, um, warranty for uh, material typically is, uh, is, is passed through. I mean, so Intel, the warranty, uh, of the microprocessor will travel, um, from through the procurement to the end customer. So, you know, they're, they're protected on, on the material side there. And on, you know, again, we, we just provide, uh, assembly services. So labor aspect of it, we do the full supply chain and we put, assemble the product, test them, we put them in boxes, we build them. We, you know, put them in pretty boxes, labeling, packing slips that are have our customer's name on them, the whole thing. So our our objective is is to have um, uh, an extremely high level of quality of service and speed and uh, efficiency for all of our customers. Now, if you could, if you could uh, share a story or maybe two about how Green Circuit solved a customer concern that involved the importance of, of being here in the U.S. You know, we had um, we've had uh, a number of customers, and you know, again, we're under NDA for you know for um, all the stuff that our that our customers are doing. But we build we build product which uh, is uh, both um, defense and military oriented, and so we we satisfy um, you know kind of the services that that are needed for manufacturing in the United States. So uh, we have uh, you know, a fair amount of business there. Also, um, we've been very active in building products that we can use for um, COVID, for um, even just identification as well as COVID treatment. So um, equipment there, so we've been very active in both the medical as well as the military defense uh, industries, which, um, you know, arguably the medical may, may, maybe doesn't need to be um, in the U.S. Some of it can be done overseas, but, but clearly on the military side, we're, we're doing that. We, you know, we, we satisfy the domestic need during, uh, you know, COVID and, and some supply chain shortages. Um, we had we had a number of customers who. You know, but but not build their product uh, product in China, and um, had asked us to come and kind of bridge uh, 
bridge the supply chain gap for them. So uh, we, you know, we, we took care of, uh, you know, a number of customers' products during the time that China was kind of in the lockdown. And um, we, as an essential business, we were operating. Actually, we never stopped operating. Even the county order uh, came down because, uh, yeah, because we uh, are, are an essential business. So, yeah, we took care. We kind of, we just kept taking care of whatever supply chain issues that our, uh, any of our customers were having. Uh, you know, we're open here, building. They could come in and talk to us, Zoom. So we took care of them that way. Fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add about why it's essential to manufacture here in the U.S.? You know, I think uh, it's the right thing to do for our society. Uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's, it's hard because a lot of, you know, a lot of customers that, that um, I deal with, that, you know, they'll, they'll talk. Uh, the price is not important. They really do care about the U.S. And unfortunately, some of them, when it comes down to issuing the PO, it's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm just going to go with the lowest, the lowest price. And I think that's that's really short-sighted. Um, I think understanding, you know, retention of intellectual property, and um, you know, I, I would say uh, a duty to um, our nation and our society and our children and our children's children. I, I think uh, doing what we can to help um, bolster and, and support the manufacturing infrastructure in the United States is um, it's, it's an important responsibility for, for every one of us. Roger Malmrose, the CEO at Green Circuits, thank you for sharing your experience with us about electronic manufacturing services. What's the best way for someone to contact Green Services or Green Circuits about their services? Yeah, um, probably the easiest way is just to you know, go to our website, www.greencircuits.com. Um, there's an info, um, email, and contact information, and that's probably the easiest way to, uh, to get to it. So greencircuits.com, their phone number, if you're an old school person and want to pick up the phone, it's 408-526-1700. Roger Malmros, thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Nate.